amazing one pink toothbrush. Just, so just, just by the way. Thank you. Why is it one pink toothbrush? Um, because when I started a blog, I only had boy children. Yeah, but now you've got two girls. It's like you're not acknowledging. But Andrew Wilson, who's like really important, name drop. Yeah. He said to keep the name because it's already a... Brand. Brand, that's the word. I think we should do a poll. Should it change to three pink toothbrushes? No, that won't work. One, no, pink, one pink toothbrush. One pink toothbrush. Although Emma Dawson, thank you so much for joining you. us. Emma Dawson is one... I, you know, I said this, I wouldn't say this, but I'm going to say it. You are one of my favourite people. Oh. Um, Emma Dawson is a fantastic teacher preacher as well. You. You've done some brilliant uh, talks on our emmanuel.com forward slash women page. So check it out, Emma's talk. There is a naughty joke in there which we said we wouldn't bring up either. And we will stop right there. Uh, but Emma, you, where is your next speaking gig? Um, I am speaking at Emmanuel Women, which is on Saturday the 2nd of March. Yeah. Which is not next Saturday, the Saturday after. So I should probably write it. Ah. So Emmanuel Women at the Clarendon Centre on the 2nd of March, open to any woman. Open to anyone. There's and lots of Emmanuel Women and there's Rachel Wilson from Eastbourne. Yeah. And a special speaker from America. Whoop, whoop. America. Bing, bing. Who? Um, you have to say who, otherwise I can't it just say. leaves intrigue. Yeah, it's cool. Check out the website. We are manual.com forward slash women for our program. Uh, what are you speaking on? I am speaking on the woman at the well when we are free from shame and free to just get on with life. Cool. I might work on the title a little bit. Well freedom to I feel like do start, what women are do. I've got I've got I started thinking about well and women and now in the next one member oh yeah you could go with this title but we'd have carried on the conversation Great. and I lost it. Anyway, you can email me. I can email you. Oh, well, I can yeah. text you. We have that friendship. Text me. Um so Emma Dawson will be speak, will be speaking at the Manual Women Conference on Women at the Well. I will. Brilliant. And I look forward to listening to the audio because I, I won't be allowed in. Well, you could come in and serve us. I'm actually looking after my kids because my wife will be there. Oh, well done. Um, so, this Sunday, we are carrying on our Matthew series looking at the temptation of Jesus and the three temptations that Jesus went through from the devil whilst he was in the wilderness. Yeah. Do you have a quick 30-second summary for us? Not that you preached it, but you listened to it? Yes. Um, I think I didn't necessarily know how that story related to me I just thought it was one of those weird ones that you don't quite is that because you just never face any temptation no it's because I was just like well that's how Jesus gets tempted but I can't quite see how that's relevant to how I get tempted but um I found it very helpful is that lunch that is lunch lunch. I did promise you lunch I was promised lunch the promised lunch is oh wow that's the only reason wow I was bribed with free oh, lunch. Oh, yes. Oh, Lots yeah. of coffees from the wonderful people at the Villas Cafe. Very nice. This is my oat Ooh, milk. Ooh, and tea. I don't think we've ever had tea on the show. <gasps> well, I wasn't allowed instant coffee, so... <laughs> oh. So that's why I went for tea. You said the I word. Oh, uh, and we have for lunch... Instant coffee is uh, frowned upon. <gasps> from the lovely folk at Tortilla. Yes. We've got... Burrito bowls, and there is. Uh, I got you a beef burrito bowl. Perfect. Oh, and there's no cutlery. Excellent. Um, I'll use this tiny spoon. Is there any chance you could get some cutlery? I think there's a kitchen next. I've got a spoon. Get some cutlery. And the lovely Eloise is joining us as well. Yeah. 
Hello. Whoa, Eloise, you? you got to sit down here. Guys. <gasps> color this coordination. I did not yeah. get... Why didn't you get the memo? I did yeah, not okay. get the color memo. I am wearing my Manchester United scarf. I am wearing Tesco's Manchester finest. United because Manchester United smashed Chelsea last night at Stamford Bridge. But we're actually talking FA about Cup. the colour <laughs> framing that you're not part of. Mm. Where's yours representing from? Um, I like sunshine. Where? No, which shop? <laughs> Zara. You might get Zara might now sponsor you and oh, send yeah. you more tops. I'll take that. Mine's Zara. Tesco. I'll just take food. Don't need clothes. Mine's Bershka. Bershka. Oh, I like Bershka. Oh, Johan, you really should have tried. Top man? <laughs> no. Oh, I, I think H&M, actually. Yeah, but it's not within the theme. And Manchester United official club membership scarf. It's not within the theme. I am a member of the Manchester United club. You, mm. can, you can get prayer for that. It was a great victory <laughs> against Chelsea. Uh, so we are talking about uh, Temptation and the preach on Sunday. Um, yeah, I just want to say... That was probably one of the best preachers I've heard in the series so far. I think Joel just smashed it. It's great that he's not here because now we can like <laughs> sing his accolades and not worry about him saying something sucky back. It was just fantastic. And yeah. if you haven't had a chance to listen to the preach, I'd highly, highly, highly recommend it. It's on YouTube. It's on our website. It's on our podcast and it's on Spotify. So there's four platforms on which we've got content from the preach and it is just brilliant. I thought it was like, really good. The room that I was in, he got an applause when he finished his preach. Oh, it he didn't in fantastic. our room. Fantastic. <laughs> well. Work harder next week, and then but you might get an applause. He doesn't do he, it for that. Though. He is such a blessing, isn't he? He is. He's just such a wonderful preacher. We are so blessed to listen to him week in and week out, and I am grateful for him. And he promised me a raise as well if I mention those things. <laughs> it's not so happen. there we go. It's not going to happen. Um, Can I talk about the temptation? Yes, carry on. Carry on. Um, I just, I think, because I didn't know quite necessarily how it related to me. Um, but just knowing that, like Joel unpacked, just the first one is just about us finding, you know, quick satisfaction in something. And we're all tempted by that daily, I think, um, rather than going the God route, which is often the long route. And it's the route where we need to, to trust him. I just thought that was just, yeah, just quite exceptional. And, and also the third one. So the second one was more about, um, when we say, you know, God, I've got this thing before me. And if you... You'd really be able to prove yourself to me if this thing came through for me now. And I just thought, you know, we often we often do that. But I thought the third one, just about um, just the fact that the enemy that we do have is powerful and the world is enticing and he can offer us things, but he will always do it without the cross. He will always go yeah. any other route yes. apart from the cross. And I just, oh, that really struck me because I was wow. like, what a painful, scary, horrid way yeah. to do anything or achieve anything or get what we want yeah. or get what we need if we haven't gone via the cross. If you yeah. know the weight of the cross and the weight of grace, it's just so damaging to go any other way. So that was really, mm. I just found that quite shocking for me from a from a bit of passage that I hadn't necessarily yeah. taken on board before of how how sad and shocking that is and like you know you watch people do it and I do it myself when we go not via the cross it's just painful and damaging and yeah. scary so I found that quite whoa like I wrote it down and everything that is such a good summary. You summarize the preach better than Joel summarizes the preach, I think. Yes. Well done. Well I done. Should just you come in are, and summarize you should his just preaches. be here all the time. Great. Um, yeah, no, it's such a good point where we try and short circuit the cross, don't we? Mm. Or we try and go around it. And, yeah. And if Jesus went through the cross 
for us to achieve salvation. Why would we avoid that one? Yeah. Mm. yeah. And then why would we look at the the hardships that we might face thinking, yeah. oh, it's, it's overwhelming or it's too much. And like, I'm yeah. not turning my back on Jesus because yeah. I'm going through a bit of a difficult situation at the moment when when he endured the cross. And, and, and Joel gave brilliant. us such a spiritual kick, I think, which is always helpful. Um, just that, so I'm a parent. And so I know when my kids don't receive things well or don't listen to me or don't, obey me and Joel said we do really need to be mature in letting him parent us and I found that quite a little gentle nudge just because you know there are times when my kids obviously disobey or disagree with what I'm saying or don't understand why I'm saying it but those moments the little rare moments where they go where they either see it from my point of view or they can see it for their good or just out of sheer obedience they just say yeah sure mum it's just such maturity in that Mm. and I just that resonated with me that just when God is taking us the long way around and trying to get us to trust him and be more like him so we can enjoy him, just there's such maturity when we say, okay, God, let's do it your way rather than the tantrums and the, but I want to do it my way. So I thought just Joel's kind of gentle nudge of when God's parenting us, we should be mature in receiving it rather than do what we normally do, which is fight against it. But I found that, a little gentle kick. So I like good. gentle kicks. Yeah. Should I give you so, a kick? No. Oh, it wasn't very gentle. I know. It was pretty hard. But I got to kick you. <laughs> That's why I can. I was told I could have just, tea. Just been assaulted lunch. on live uh, social media. Um, I, the whole thing about Jesus taking it back to scripture and, and, and what you all shared about in whatever circumstance you might be in, I, even though if it doesn't, it might not feel good, it might not feel like this is right for the season. I'm not feeling very good about this whole situation. He used the example of marriage or whatever it is. Um, what, does, what does God say? Mm-hmm. What does God say about the situation? Detach yourself from the actual experience of the moment and of mm-hmm. the situation and go back to what does God say in the Bible? What has God spoken prophetically over you? Mm-hmm. Or um, yeah, just that whole what did God say mm-hmm. about this situation is just amazing. Mm-hmm. And, and it's helpful knowing that these are temptations. Yeah. Whereas I don't think... I think I see things come my way and I wouldn't necessarily put it in a bracket of, oh, this is a temptation. How would Jesus respond to a temptation? I just see it as a thing or circumstance or voices or the world or life. I don't necessarily think, oh, this is a temptation. Okay, Jesus dealt with temptations three ways. Mm. Which one shall I go for? I don't think I necessarily look at temptations like that. I don't think I put them in that biblical language, which would help me deal with it in a biblical way by looking at his promises and all the things he's done before yeah, us. Yeah, so yeah. I think that was helpful for me as well. So good. Um, did you guys, did you pick up anything from the preach that you want to... Um, you a question. Oh, wow, already? Yeah. Um, Emma, wow. This, the Emma effect on uh, live lunch and we have questions. I might not have an answer, but we I've have got questions. a question. <laughs> um, this is from Simon. Um, in Simon, second, Braden. Simon, Br- Simon Braden. Yeah. In the second <laughs> I think it just takes me. The devil tried to use scripture to persuade Jesus. How do we know when scriptures come into our heads if it's from the Holy Spirit or the devil? Ooh. Oh. I think if it brings life, it's mm. got to be Holy Spirit led. Holy Spirit is living water. It's not grungy water that mm. causes death or makes us doubt or makes us confused and if you're really unsure then I think you need to ask someone like mm. I've felt this from God or I've heard this scripture and ask someone who's wise enough to say hey you're, you're misinterpreting the mm. scripture or you're not hearing it right or yeah that is that is right you need to respond to that so mm. I think if it's not bringing life then I'd be wary to know where that 
scripture is being used because I think lots of people misquote scripture, but it's meant to bring life and joy and mm. living water and peace and hope and all the wonderful things. Yeah. And if we can't discern that for ourselves, then I think we need to ask someone wise like mm. me, you, Megan, oh. mm. and you, everyone. <laughs> but um, yeah, I think we need to talk about it and find out whether it's a God thing or whether it's a community is very important. Mm. Working out our, our faith and our work with God. In church community is, is the way he's ordained it and you're right in the, even scriptures which you which you could think oh I think this is taking me in one direction mm. wait with somebody and say hey what do you think yeah do you think definitely. this makes sense yeah. it's always good to have another perspective uh, what Joel said about the bible is not lawyer speak it's not something that you then take back to God and say but this is what is written yeah. but it's more a father <laughs> speaking to his children yeah yeah uh, and that tone of voice is so different yeah. is this is my story for yeah. you. And it's oh, an ongoing conversation. Yeah. If a father just speaks one thing to a child, that's not really going to bring as much life and breath into the room as if it's a constant dialogue. That is why we're meant to be, why we're meant to be chatting stuff out with God and chatting stuff out with each other because yeah. it's not meant to just be God said something. It's meant to be, well, what do I think about that? How do I respond to that? Yeah. What do you think about that? It's meant to be a yeah. Ongoing dialogue. Yeah. Oh, we often think that just because something is written, that we can't have a conversation about it, mm. but we can. We can. Because there's, <laughs> I was a single preacher, and he said, when I read some verses in scripture and I find them really tricky, I underline them and I write BS next to them. He's like, Bible study. Like, ah! Christian joke, yay! <laughs> but, oh. but there is a sense of, no, let's, let's dig deeper and let's try and understand what these verses say. Mm. Uh, study the Bible and talk to people. Um, there are lots of verses in Scripture which are very tricky and, and hard to understand, but you understand them. Um, thanks, Simon. We miss you. Simon is on holiday. Thanks, Simon. But Simon is tuned into Live Lunch on his holiday. Thank you, Aww, Simon. Simon, Thank you, you could just text us rather than ask questions. Oh, yeah. no, you're meant to ask no, questions, ask questions. On Live Lunch. And we may as well plug Simon's wife, Anna Brading, is launching a t-shirt company which is producing organic t-shirts and stuff and they're beautifully designed t-shirts check it out there's information on simon braiding's instagram and facebook uh and check out his wife's t-shirts hey maybe we could maybe we could wear you just said check out his wife's t-shirt yeah she's designing t-shirts i know but it just didn't sound right (laughs) sorry you thought it was fine yes thank you um Totally ruined the, uh, the t-shirt plug. Excellent. For Anna Brady. Plug the t-shirt. They are good. <laughs> they are good. It's even called oh, the good. Oh, <laughs> it's called you. the good tea company. Thank you. Goodteaco.com. I'm, <laughs> I'm not. I'm here very today good. for one hour. Very good. Anyway, distracted. Uh, when can we eat the lunch? The, the, the cutlery has arrived. Um, the other, the other big thing that he shared, which, which I really enjoyed listening to, was the whole, the holy, uh, immediately after Jesus' baptism, the Holy Spirit led him into the wilderness. Uh, and often we can feel like these wilderness experiences are experiences where we, we, we are being cut off from God. Mm. Uh, and God's God's not with us. But Joel said, uh, and, and scripture, is that the Holy Spirit will take responsibility for you in those mm. seasons because mm. he's led you into that season for a reason. Yeah. Uh, and he will take responsibility for you. Yeah. And so it's not a sense of, I don't feel like God's over here or in yeah, this church yeah. or in this, in, this, in this situation or anything that I'm in. But it's like, no, maybe God's taking me through the season for a reason. Yeah. Uh, and I'm going to come out stronger yeah. uh, on the back of it. And I thought that was brilliant. Yeah. Just if, if you're going through a wilderness season or season of trial, or season of, of hardship, it may as well be that 
God's allowed you to go through the season yeah. for a reason and trust in him and bank yeah. on him and keep seeking him and keep praying and and just keep finding finding God yeah. uh, in your situation. And Joel uh, said so that good. the reason we're going through those kind of wilderness or those kind of situations is order in order to train us to be more like Jesus. And the more we're like Jesus, the more we enjoy Jesus, which I found quite quite something as well just mm. that he allows us to go through things in order to cause us to trust him and go you know obviously go the long way around but he's training us to be more like jesus because when we're more like jesus we enjoy the father more mm. and i just i found that quite poignant that is a tweet right there when we are more like jesus we enjoy the father more thank you let's just take a moment to you say can, that again when i'm not sure i could say it again well when we are more like jesus we enjoy the father more yes and if andrew wilson is in this he would probably be theologically correct to saying that is not big but that is lovely but that's just wow. you know that we're meant to enjoy the father more and we're going to enjoy the father more the more like his son we become mm. and that's why he takes us through these kind of or allows us to go through these kind of situations and wildernesses brilliant in our last few minutes i'm just going to touch on a, maybe ask a few um, practical tips. Um, so good. How do you deal with temptation? <laughs> Sorry, totally distracted by the food. How do I deal with temptation? Uh, let's start with Megan, since Megan isn't eating at the moment. Megan, how do you deal with temptation? What are some of your top tips dealing with temptation? Um, so recently I've discovered a lie that I've been believing mm-hmm. um, and it was very tempting even after I said that that was a lie it was tempting to believe it again um, so I actually I've just started this um, this new diary and I'll write the the promise of God like the, I've got like a truth page so I'll write out the truths um, and that's kind of helping me not be brought back into that temptation I think also distrusting when the Holy Spirit is like turning me to Jesus rather than um, me being tempted by the sinful activity or whatever Mm -hmm. Um, yeah I don't know if that's great no that's great it's practical isn't it because it's okay hearing what we're meant to do but we do need practical help as well I think for me I think more often than I want to I give in to the temptation and then I realise afterwards that it was a temptation that I've given into. Mm. And so I think in those moments, it's just making sure repentance is quick mm. um, yeah. and not storing it up. Oh, now mm. I've done these 100 things. It's quick repentance straight away. Mm. But I think for me, I have to tell people. So I, I, I messaged someone a couple of weeks ago just saying, look, my head is more in Netflix at the moment than it is in the Bible. And I just, I need to be honest about that. And, and making sure it's a good person that won't just go, oh, don't worry about it. Mm. Um, and, and she was great because she was like, you know, Netflix is good for a season. Mm. Um, but since then she's... Depends on which season you're on as well of the show. It depends which season. Yeah. Um, but she was very, she's been very good since at saying, um, what's your ratio of Bible to Netflix? Mm. And do you want it to be oh, equal? Wow. And so I think it's, for me, I have to text someone and say, look, I'm tempted in this area or this area or yeah. this area. Please, please hold me accountable. I have to do that. I can't. Mm. I pretend I can do it in my own strength, but I can't. Mm. So. I actually, I spent time with Stephen, your husband, um, who's on staff and who leads one of our sites here at Emmanuel. Um, and even a few months ago, I just shared something, a struggle that I was going through. I think, you know, this, this problem has been plaguing me for months now. And it's just such a small, trivial thing, but it has potential to, to escalate into something much worse. And I just want to talk to you about it mm. and just hold me account and ask me how I'm doing with it. 
It's never been a problem since. Mm. It's that verse about bringing stuff to light. Yeah. Yeah. It's just amazing. It's yeah. truth. It's not, it's not like I had to do anything more than that. I mean, yeah. it, it may have been awkward sharing it and being vulnerable, but it's never been a problem since. Mm. And now I live in the freedom of not having to deal with that issue. But the enemy loves it, doesn't he? He loves huh. just whispering, you're the only one going through this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Keep it to yourself. Yeah. Otherwise, you know, especially you'll let the Christians down. Yeah. And that's just a, a lie of the enemy that's clever, but just he just needs to be told to shut up sometimes yeah. because actually bringing it up to people... Who are going to keep you accountable? That can be the killer of it. Sometimes mm. it's not. Sometimes mm. you need someone. And I think it's important if someone's messaged me to say, hey, I need to be kept accountable on this. You follow To actually do it. Brilliant. Rather than just to go, yes, I will. But I think, so mm. I think that's equally important. Eloise, do you have any top tips for dealing with temptation? Um, yeah, I think kind of similar, I guess. But if you know the things that you're often tempted by... Um, Don't so be you, stupid. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so kind of avoiding them if you can, mm. if you know, like, triggers. But even if it, even if you can't avoid it, like, sometimes when you're being tempted, it feels like the best thing for you would be really great if you go into that temptation. So kind of having, like, a list of things that are better that you can go to. Mm. That's, like, Bible verses that you know will remind you of truth. Or yeah, it's good. Or worship song that will really get you, like... Connecting with God, mm-hmm. just having these things to go to off the top of your head. Mm. Stunning. Yeah. I'm reading um, John Owen. Is it John? No, I'm sorry. This is uh, Andrew Murray on with Christ in the School of Prayer. And there's that you know there's that story where the disciples are trying to pray over somebody who is possessed by a demon and they can't. And then Jesus comes down and he does it. And they ask, "Why can we do it?" And he says, "It's because this kind of stuff comes out through only through prayer and fasting." Mm. And Andrew Murray, in his in his in his chapter on uh, on that verse, he talks about the the discipline of prayer and fasting mm. and building that into your life. Mm-hmm. And if you want to be an effective Christian, <clears throat> pray and fast regularly. Mm. Put in the discipline, as you said, mm. because I could either choose to be to watch Netflix all day, mm. and it's not going to lose my salvation because I've mm. uh, I've watched Netflix all day, and there's some really good TV out at the moment. So it's not know, all day. Really I have a lot hard. of children. <laughs> just just to clarify. But there is so much value in actually turning Netflix off, mm. uh, putting aside things that can distract you and th- things that can tempt you mm. to just being lazy and and not being effective with your life and not mm. being productive. With your life, to during the two weeks of prayer and fasting, being, being I was fasting. more aware of temptation. Yeah. Oh yeah, I think yeah. than outside of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think Joel encouraged us a few weeks ago to fasting should now be yeah a regular pattern, not just I'll do it when the church wants me to yeah. at the beginning of a term, because I just found it so easy to see this is an obvious temptation. Mm-hmm. Don't do it because I was fasting because my focus was somewhere else. Whereas now I'm not doing that for mm. two weeks. I'm a bit like, is it though? Or yeah. is it just a comfort? Yeah, or is yeah, it yeah. just something nice? Or but yeah. it was much easier to see a temptation for what it was yeah. when my main focus was prayer and fasting. And train yourself up into being an effective Christian. We only have this lifetime. Mm. YOLO. Uh, before we, YOLO's gone. Before, sorry. We don't say that now. Before <laughs> we go to heaven. <laughs> where we won't have to fast I guess when we get to heaven but no, I think that we, we, we can be feast. effective Christians now in this lifetime and Amen. so invest in being a good Christian don't give in to the temptation to be lazy Hello. or Netflix um, we have seven minutes left yeah So and we've got another question oh um, Tim Virgo whoa Ooh. Timmy <clears throat> ready for this um, seeing as the devil is not omnipresent what do you think oh. is meant when we think of being tempted by Satan 
excellent question. <laughs> awkward pause. I will spend was, seven minutes pausing. We about try that. and guess what that could mean. Yeah. Um, so Tim Virgo says, seeing as the devil is not omnipresent, mm-hmm. what do you think is meant when we think of being tempted by Satan? Okay. So surely it's any temptation that is not Jesus, anything that's sin, anything that's out of what Jesus wants for our life, anything that go contradicts what the Bible says. We don't need to have the actual devil coming and asking us something. It's any anything that's not the gospel, anything that's outside of grace or the cross, anything that rears its ugly head as some kind of sin or some kind of contradiction to what the word of God says, then then that would be it. And and you know, there is God and he has angels and there's the devil and there are spirits that work for him. And I think it's kind of acknowledging acknowledging that, you know, that is a powerful force. He's already been, you know, what's the word? Defeated. Defeated, mm. but he's still around, as, as are his, you know, the spirits that work alongside with him. But I think it's it's not necessarily seeing it as that kind of spiritual thing, but seeing that any sin... Anything that's outside of the gospel, anything that's outside of what God's good word is for us, then that is a temptation to mm. veer away from the good of what Jesus has for us. I think out to close, if you've only got a few more minutes left, unless there are any more questions, uh, Megan, it's just look how the how the victory of Jesus over temptation and his defeat of of Satan on the cross. <coughs> how does that impact our own view, viewing of temptation? Um, I'll start, and okay. then you, you can eat a little bit more, and then you can jump in. Yes. Um, the, the it's almost that if we when when Paul writes that uh, we were dead and now we are alive again in Christ, uh, it's kind of if it, a, a bottle of whiskey has no impact on a dead alcoholic, so the. That bottle could be waved around in front of it, just won't stir anything in him because he's dead. And so in, in some ways, there's the temptation on our dead selves um, shouldn't really have it, shouldn't have any control or or power over us. And then in our resurrected selves, we are alive in Christ Jesus. That doesn't mean that we do not face temptations and we do not face struggles. And we all do. I don't, don't think there's any Christian who can say, I am totally free of, 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 all, of all temptation. But I think just knowing that Temptation ultimately doesn't have any power on you. Because again, there's that scripture that says Jesus is faithful and he will provide the way out when we are tempted. So knowing that temptation doesn't have any ultimate power over us, Jesus beat the power of Mm. sin and temptation Mm. on the cross. Uh, And I think just standing in the full, again, this is in no way saying that we're free from temptation Mm. or discounting anybody's struggles, mine included, Mm. against sin and temptation. But just the, the starting foundation is that this has been defeated. Mm. And if you're reading, if you're reading the promises of the word, and you're taking in what the gospel is, if you do that once a month, then you're not going to have as much weaponry mm. to fight against any kind of thoughts of, oh, why am I still sinning? Why am I still tempted? Mm. But if you're regularly in that truth and in the mm. gospel. Mm life and salvation and all of that goodness that God gives us, then you're more easily able to say, no, this has been defeated. This might be something that comes up again and again and again for me, but this has been defeated. I am a new creation. Every spiritual blessing is mine, Mm. but we need to be in scripture, not Netflix, in order to be able to 
to put that weaponry on so that we can yeah. face all the things that, that do come our way. And like I said earlier, it's, it's repenting quickly as well. Yeah. So when we have given into temptation, not holding off repentance or not putting it somewhere else, but doing it really quickly and straight away just so that we're like, no, I am a new creation. I'm a new creation. I'm yeah. new in God and his promises are vast for me. Brilliant. Um, some time ago, you did a, a short video on reading promises in scripture and praying mm. through promises in scripture. I love that you gave a practical example of how you could do that. Mm. Um, does anything quickly come to mind of how you can equip yourself with scripture when faced with temptation? Mm. So for me, I have write scripture out because if I just read it, I just read it. Whereas if I write it out either to myself or a note and then remind myself of that scripture, because you can live in one scripture for a week and mm. it can serve you so good um and so but i think for me if i just read it it's gone again Mm. so i have to do something practical take a picture of it or circle it or write it out or send it to a friend just so that i have put that into action brilliant otherwise it just goes out my head yeah yeah. it's fascinating all the responses that jesus gave to the devil are from one i think is it leviticus or um deuteronomy it's from one of all the responses that he gives to the devil are from one book of the Bible. I'll trust so you. So maybe that. that's what Jesus was reading at the, uh, during those yeah. 40 days, or not reading, or whatever. He, he wasn't engaging with that set of scripture over that right. period. So there's something about reading. I feel like he already. knew all the scripture all the time that as well. That is also a possibility. I feel like now we're going into Andrew Wilson territory <laughs> again of what Jesus knew and didn't know. Um, I think that is it, it, it. Thank you so much, Emma. You're welcome. It's been amazing. It's been so nice to have you with us. And we hope you come back again. Yes. And thanks everybody for joining us. <laughs> Next week, we actually have something different planned. Um, and I will keep you posted on what the plans that are for. That means you don't know. Next, I do know. I just need to work on the logistics. We might have a very spe- another very special special guest with us. Uh, but tune in next week for another episode of Live Lunch. Thank you. See you later.